0: You know, I had this cheer trying to get somebody to make some noise. It's sad. sick me really. Somehow they coached me into doing this. On the run, out towards oh. the oh. well comes out of nowhere and swipes it away against the window. Is it bad that they're on the bubble? It adds excitement. There's just too much nonsense right now. is a legend. All right. That's the thing about the a legend. ACC. he see Buddy through it up. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, hey, Buddy. The motor, to the rim. On the ground, I say, you know a true friend of the program, Dave McMenamin. That's all I want on my gravestone someday. <laughs> he was a friend of the program. Gerard, a deep three. Got it. Fans might want to get used to seeing that. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelius. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Stephen Fonte, Polish Sebelia with you up until 2 o'clock. We have two guests lined up for you today. We're going to talk a lot of Qs basketball. We've got Eric Divendorf set to join us at 1230, as he does every Monday throughout the college basketball season, and then our good friend Stephen Bailey from 24-7 Sports will join us at 1 o'clock as we talk all things SU basketball, all things NCAA tournament, we want to hear from you. 315-437-7644. And, uh, Paulie you and I were texting a little bit yesterday, talking a little bit before the show. Uh, this, in my opinion, could not have gone any better for Syracuse in terms of Selection Sunday. First and foremost, they're in. Secondly, they avoid the play-in game. And thirdly, I think they get a matchup, and I think they get a bracket that is – Doable, whatever that means. I mean, San Diego State's obviously very good. They've been good for the last couple of years, uh, but this is a this is a doable situation for the SU men's basketball team.
1: Yeah, you couldn't ask for anything better, and they are, they worked their way into it. The way it looks, you know they they went out and won games that they needed to win, and uh, it, it's a it's a good break for them. I don't know that if you get by San Diego State, and you got West Virginia waiting for you. Is a a uh, something you would um you would call a good thing but getting San Diego State in the first round I, I would take that every day of the week as an 11 seed no play in game so I'm excited I'm ready to dance yeah I mean I,
0: I think the situation is about as, as good as you could have asked for uh, you know we were going back and forth yesterday on on text message during the selection show um, and, and you were getting worried there when you uh, You know when when you saw that first play-in game. Um, I thought when I saw Utah State get in and Utah State avoid the play-in game, I felt good about SU's chances at that point Um, because I I didn't think that Syracuse would be left out altogether. Now, I was surprised that they avoided the play-in game. I thought it was going to be UCLA and Syracuse uh, in the the last remaining play-in game, and, and instead it was Michigan State. So I was a little surprised that Michigan State uh, got the play-in game instead of Syracuse I mean the Spartans uh had more losses they also had five quad one wins um losses you know, Syracuse is a had lot. one right and, and those again, count going into the the selection show we didn't ex- exactly know how the committee was going to handle that piece of it um but you know Michigan State had a lot of quad one opportunities they had a lot of quad one losses but they also had a lot of quad one wins um you know five in that in that quadrant so i was a little surprised by that that Syracuse finished ahead of Michigan State, um, and I, you know, I, I was a little surprised Louisville got left out. I, I see why. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I don't think it's a travesty that that Louisville got left out. Um, but I, I again, I, I don't think this could have worked out any better for Syracuse. Um, and and I do think, again, it's not to take anything away from San Diego State, but as you as you look at this matchup, and we'll certainly dissect it and, and beat it to death over the course of the next five days as we get ready for Friday night. Um, but on face value, this looks like a game that they can win. And San Diego State is a really good defensive team. They shoot the ball well. Um, but, you know, and, and Vegas obviously thinks it's a winnable game as well. Uh, you know, San Diego State is is essentially favored by a, a basket. Um, so I, I think this is a, a great opportunity for Syracuse to go in and, and show what they can do. They avoid the play-in game. They get a, a first-round game that they can handle. You're right, West Virginia is really good. Should they see West Virginia in the next round? Um but you stay out of Gonzaga's bracket, um, you know, and I'm not sure that there's a great matchup with any three seed. I mean, they're a three seed for a reason. That's a, that's a top 10 team, essentially, or, you know, top, top 10, top 12 team in the country. So you know that if you face a three seed in the next round, it's going to be somebody really, really good. Um, but I, I think it's doable. I, I think they, they have an opportunity uh, to make a little bit of noise. And, you know, we should point out they've been a double-digit seed twice um in the NCAA tournament and it's gone well both times. Right? They went to the final four one year. Uh and they uh you know played their way uh to, to four wins and a sweet 16 appearance uh you know the the next time. Um so it's uh a lead eight appearance. So it's you know they, they've had some luck with the double digit seed and and we'll see if they can do it again.
1: Yeah, I hope that they they can do as well. I'm not. I, I'm going to say, take it one game at a time this time, Steve, because uh, a- every year is different. But I was, I was really tense, and we were all texting about this. Uh, myself, you and Jordan, as the show was, as the show was announcing. I was getting tense because of the seeding of the ACC more than than who was in and who was out. When Georgia Tech came back, I was. I was like if they're a, a 10 and they just won the tournament there's no way Syracuse is in this like I was flashing back to the year they got left out uh, uh when Devo was playing so it's it was tense and uh, I didn't think Louisville was getting in either I thought see, I if things were going to go wrong I thought the ACC was going to stop at 5 and that was going to be it in Syracuse and Louisville didn't wouldn't get in but but they uh, the tur- the tournament committee liked them, so we got lucky. Like yeah, I know.
0: Uh, I I can only imagine what Sports Talk Radio is like down in Louisville today. Uh, with the head of the committee being from the University of Kentucky, uh, and Louisville being the first team left out, I can only imagine the conspiracy theories that are being tossed around uh, down in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, you, you're, you're right. I, I thought Georgia Tech was going to be a little bit higher. They they landed in the eight nine game against Loyola Chicago. Um, so I was, I was surprised by that. I was surprised by Oklahoma state. You know, when you look at the seating, we can get into, you know, the, a little bit later or some of our question marks with, with how this whole thing went down. I I think for the most part, the committee did a great job and and got a lot of this, right. Um, you know, the, the fact that Oklahoma state was, was seated fourth, um, Man, they, they looked really good at the end of this season. And I mean, I think you could have made a case that they were, you know, a borderline two seed, certainly a three seed. I did not expect Oklahoma State to be a four seed. Um, you know, they beat West Virginia twice. Um, uh, West Virginia ended up getting a three seed. OK State got a got a four seed. Oklahoma State just beat Baylor as well. Um, so they they're coming on strong. I was surprised by that, but I think for the most part, committee did a great job. And um, again, we're we're off and running here as as we uh as we look ahead to the rest of the week, we should mention Colgate uh, got a 14 seed, uh, so a little bit of respect there for the Patriot League champs. They didn't end up as a as a 15 or a 16, and once again, they draw an SEC opponent. We know what happened last time they got in uh, to the big dance two years ago. They took Tennessee right down to the wire, had a chance to win that game. Uh, they've got another SEC opponent this time around. They'll take on Arkansas uh, this Friday, one of the very first games of the NCAA tournament, uh, as they play uh, just after 12-30
1: coming up uh, on Friday. Steve, I, I also want to hit on something about just this team and what they did, you know, because we were talking before the show started. Going into that North Carolina game at home, they were out. They were way out, you know. Yeah. They were definitely. out. We were We were talking. They were on two brackets in the bracket matrix. Lenardi didn't even, I think, didn't have him in his last four out at that point. And what they did down the stretch is impressive. They went out and won three games that a lot of people didn't think they could do, and I was one of them. So uh, kudos to them, and hopefully they can they can go and put on a strong performance against San Diego State. And hopefully you and I have been right for the, the past week on uh, the Mountain West. And come on, come on. The Mountain West, you know, we haven't exactly been uh, – Singing their praises over the past week. The Mountain West, let's be real. Come on.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and you look at San Diego State's schedule. And he, here's the thing I, when I was taking shots at the Mountain West, or I don't know if I was taking shots at the Mountain West, you were or questioning the. the well, you okay. Were. Maybe a little bit. That was outside of San Diego State, right? I, I know they're a really good team. Um, And again, look at what they did last year. They were 30 and 2. They I don't care what team They they're had playing. a better
1: team last no, year. No, I know.
0: I know. I understand. But you, over the course of the last two years, they are 53-6. and six. Um, In the Mountain 30 West. Three and two last year and 23-4. and four. Right. Um, and, and so they, they beat two teams in the field, right? They beat UCLA at the beginning of the season. Who's and they the just recently game. beat Utah State, right? UCLA's in the playing game, and they beat Utah State. Uh, they went one and two against Utah State this year. They lost both games at Utah State. Uh, they beat them in the the conference final uh, just the other day. Um, so yeah, I think it's I, I think it's reasonable to question uh, the strength of that conference and the strength of their schedule. Uh, but you know they are they are good. I mean they're a really good defensive team, and you know you look at the metrics and uh, you know top ten in the country and in, in terms of uh, points against. Um, you know, they're a, a good rebounding team, which has given Syracuse trouble all year long. You look at their their starting five, uh they're they're five eight. their point guard is short, he's five eight, but they've got six three, six six, six six, and then their their center six ten. Um, so they got a little bit of size, they're a pretty good rebounding team. They can shoot the basketball, very good defensive team. It's not gonna be easy. Um, but as I said at the top of the show, Paulette, it it is doable. Um and I, and I think that you know this is a this is a good first round matchup and then after that listen if you're a team that barely makes it into the NCAA tournament, you know in term, you're gonna to have to play tough teams in order to go deep obviously right, right? So uh, you've you got a good first round matchup and then you just you see where it goes from there. Steve, let me
1: put something into perspective for you. I'm the first one to tell you San Diego State ha, ha, has a great program. Their numbers are going to be tough for anybody to figure out. They play six teams in their conference that are below 500. Yeah. You know? Those I know. Are, you know when you're I'm out not a fan b- of the Mountain West. You know this. Yeah, I know. It just it's It's hard to say that those numbers are impressive when you're beating Wyoming, you know, or San Jose yeah. State. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Um, so I mean, you, again, you 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 look at what they did against against good teams. Um, but what, they, what
1: makes you think Utah State they is one, good when they're playing those teams well, too?
0: Right, Th- that's fair. At BYU, I think we know BYU is good. I mean, BYU gave Gonzaga all it could handle the other day. Uh, they lost by ten uh, to BYU at home. Uh, they beat UCLA by fifteen. But again, that one's hard to assess because that was their first game of the year. That was uh, that was in you know Thanksgiving tournament um you know way back when both those teams are much different but that's obviously a good win but their lone quad one win was the conference tournament final against Utah State outside of that they had not won a quad one game yet uh the UCLA game was uh, was a home game for them uh again BYU was a home game but they lost it and then they had two opportunities on the road during the season at Utah State uh back to back games and and they lost both of those now we should point out that they have not lost since. They, they they lost to Utah State. The second game was on January sixteenth. Uh they have not lost a game since. So they've won fourteen games in a row, but to your point, and it I mean it's a valid point. Who I mean, do they play? It's and, hard to and lose so a home. And you know, we'll and find home out
1: with Fresno State. You know. We'll find out on Friday. Um
0: you know, just how good this conference is, just how good this team is. Their numbers are good, and again, it's hard to argue with fifty-three and six. Over the last two years, they must be doing something right. They beat Pepperdine uh, but how do they stack by five up against an ACC team. Yeah.
1: You're not impressed. No, I'm not. Not at all. You can only play the teams that are on your schedule. I also learned that uh the younger half of my family has no roots to Syracuse, Steve. And uh I was getting killed from my uh from my nephews and my other well, they can't kill you yet because the game yeah. hasn't well, been no, played. No, no, I know, but so they're just they, texting me like yeah. You you don't know what you're getting into here. So, well, maybe maybe they're right, but the younger half they're, of my family play. is uh definitely not Syracuse kids. So Maybe we should have one of your nephews on to preview this
0: game if they've oh, seen Oh, the my nephew Josh it. would love would to do it. You break down the Aztecs. Uh, <laughs> Finally, get somebody. We do have to take our first time out here. 315 437 7644. We've got Eric Devendorf uh, set to join us at 1230. Other than that, we'll mix your phone calls in. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1.
1: Are you sure you understand the risks of stock ownership?
2: Shut up and take my money. Sell! So I'd buy that for a dollar. That guy's turning this place into some kind of business. I've been a rich man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every time.
0: It's time for Buy or Sell on Orange Nation. Fancy new open. I like Steven it. Fancy, Good Pally work, Jordan. Tavilia back with you. As uh, we uh, we welcome in our producer Jordan with uh,
2: with buy or sell. Well done with the uh, with the open, sir. Thank you, thank you. I uh, tried to get some Futurama in there. I love Futurama. Oh, I know. We've got a poster staring anybody who's in the studio in the eyes um, of Futurama, and it's what is it? Got you're, some sneeze now here at the mega desk. Apologies. You're paid to think, not to talk. Basically, is what it says that. That is indeed what it says. So we're doing buy or sell one seeds into the NCAA tournament. I think we should start with the overall number one seed, Gonzaga. Now, everybody knows how great of a team they are. Everybody also knows how weak of a conference they're in. You buying or selling?
0: All right, so just buy or sell what? Like to make it to the Final Four? Yeah,
2: that's fair. If if they're good enough. Final Four. If If they're good enough? Yeah. Are they the okay. best team in their region.
0: I think Gonzaga is the best team in the country, and I know I'm not going out on a limb because they're undefeated. I've seen them play several times. I don't care who they've played; they are legitimately, really, really, really good. So yes, I'm absolutely buying Gonzaga.
1: They uh, have beaten Iowa, right? West Virginia, yes. Kansas, yes. Auburn. Virginia, so it's not like they're ducking people. They beat BYU. Uh, I'm buying them. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to run the table, but I'm buying them. I'm buy. I I buy them as a very good team, and with, they'll make the final four. Yes, I'm buying.
0: You know how hard it is to go they undefeated, are, though. They are averaging. They are averaging ninety-two points a game. Uh, and to your point about not ducking anyone, it, so if you think that they're just beating up on the you know, the teams in their conference scoring all those points, uh, they put up one hundred two on Kansas, ninety-nine on Iowa, ninety-eight on Virginia. Yeah, you don't do that. that Eighty six on BYU. I mean, they are I mean, they are to me, they're they're the best like it's Gonzaga and then there is there is a gap between them and the next best team. Ah, uh, Baylor's pretty good. I, Illinois, I think, is the yeah. Uh, well, let's keep good.
1: Let's keep buying ourselves. Yeah, so those they're are the- very good.
0: Uh, but Gonzaga is the best team in the country. So yes, I'm absolutely buying. Them. But you're right; it is hard to. I mean, there's a reason we haven't seen it since the year I was born. It doesn't happen a lot, um, and I'm old. So I know I realize that going undefeated is extremely difficult to do. I this I think this team's got a, a heck of a shot to get it done.
2: All right, let's slide over to the number two overall seed. That's Baylor, twenty-two and two record this year. They've started the same five guys all season, and one guy who might be a problem is Flo Thamba and his seven oh. five wingspan. You guys buy Baylor? Again, it am I buying that they're good? Yes, they I think ever, all
0: these top four seeds are good. Are they all getting right. to the final you know, four? I, I look at I look at their region. Um I don't. I don't think you can just pencil them in. I mean, you you even look at their second game. They get the winner of North Carolina and Wisconsin in that second game. Um, are they better than those teams? Yeah. Could you know? Could Carolina? You're having. Play A- you're having, well enough.
1: You're having ACC biased yeah, right. delusions right
0: now. No, no, I'm just. I'm just saying. If if you're Baylor, though, do you want to see North Carolina in the second round?
1: Yes. You're Baylor. You do. You're the number. You're All second. Right. Yes,
0: they're going to roll. Carolina's got size, though. They're going to roll. Okay. Um, I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm penciling them in just like without thinking about it. Let's put it that way. Um, and you look at the bottom half of the bracket, they got Ohio State in the bottom half of the bracket. And I think the Buckeyes are really good, too. So um, am I buying that they're good enough? Of course, they're good enough. Uh, do I think that they're a sure thing? No, I don't think they're a sure thing.
1: Yeah, I think of the number one seeds, they've got a tough path, but I'm definitely buying people. They're 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 good. They're not my favorite to win it, but uh I'm buying
2: them. All right, number three overall seed, how about Illinois? They've had a few losses bye. this year to the likes of Maryland, Ohio State. And as we know, that is where we got our man, Alan Griffin. So it's clearly a very talented team. You buy them making it to the Final Four?
1: Buy, buy, buy. They're loaded. I am uh Yeah, I, they are I, loaded. I think they're going to win the whole thing. I'm buying them. They're, they're my pick to click, as the kids would say.
0: So of the four top seeds, I, I think I like Gonzaga the best. I think I like Illinois second best, uh, with Baylor. And then you know, we'll get to Michigan here in a moment. Um, I think of the four number one seeds, Michigan's the, the, the one that I feel the, the least confident about. Um, but I'm with Paulie. I, I think Illinois is, uh, Illinois is really, really good. Um, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they made it to the national title game. So yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely buy Illinois. Um, and I, I think I just kind of gave away what I think about Michigan. I'm, Of the four, I'm not buying as much of Michigan um, because I I think that uh, of the four, they're they're the one I feel uh, least confident about.
2: Understandably, Steve, they lost Isaiah Livers' stress fracture. He's an NBA talent. They just lost to Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament, so they're definitely the weakest of the one seeds. I'm going to sell on them. Although they've they ain't
1: I wouldn't be scared of their their second round matchup but I could see Colorado beating them yeah I, I'm selling on them of the three if I had a you know I, that's a really going on a the limb we're gonna take the fourth overall number one seed and say that's the one we're gonna sell on but I, I I would take Alabama or Colorado out of this uh out of that bracket over them that's my scalding hot take of the day. Go Buffs! Since you brought up Alabama,
0: can, can, I just—I I know I mentioned this to you off air, but I'll—I'll I'll mention it on air as well. Um, so, one of my pet peeves in basketball—it's—it it, may be my biggest pet peeve in basketball—is when a team holds for a last-second shot, and then they wait too long to go. And then they just settle for, you know, whoever has the ball takes off my you know, a three of, in some capacity. I saw it three times over the weekend. I saw it with Cincinnati, Wichita State. I saw it with Houston, Memphis. And I saw it with LSU, Alabama. And in all cases, a, a two wins the game. Um, at least two of those. I, I can't remember about the Cincinnati, Wichita State game, but the other two were definitely one point games. Drive the ball to the basket. And in all cases, by the way, all three of those games, the team that had the ball lost because they didn't they didn't score. It, um, and in all three cases, they took a bad three.
1: That's the um, game, dude. It that's drives me insane, Pauly. That's the game now. It happens on every play. I don't know what game you're watching. It's not just the final play of the game. Like if It's a, a one-point game, Paul. I know, I know, it's a one-point
0: game. I, I, you have the last possession, and guys settle the, for the, a step-back three
1: with three seconds on the clock. That's the game now. Nuts. That is the game yeah. now. And I, it do drives, I sound
0: like get off my lawn? Yes,
1: it's, it drives me nuts, too, but that's just the game now. It's the way players play. Um, they do it in the game, too. They'll catch a ball, they'll have a wide-open lane. And they'll step back and shoot It's just not three. smart
0: basketball, though. And so I, so I, Sal knows this about me, my former partner, Sal Manin, on this show. He knows that it drives me nuts. So we, we were texting back and forth on and off throughout the weekend because it kept coming up. And then he would send me a screenshot, and I would send him the, you know, the video. And I said, when was this a thing? Because when I played, you know, when I played poly, but I and I know I'm old, but in the '90s, like this wasn't a thing. Like if you're down one with the last possession, you're you're driving to the basket, you're 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 drawing like Virginia, up something, and you're trying to make a play. Like Virginia did. It, it was against not, Syracuse. It was, yeah, it's <laughs> right. You driving? Well, it was a driving kick though. That is different than if KeA Clark just drew, it. Are you saying that that's not an example? Because it is. They did something. Kie Clark drove. He kicked it, found the open guy. That he didn't dribble around for twenty seconds and then jack up a three with two seconds on the the clock and you know clank it off the rim. They did something. I that, that's fine that he kicked it, um, but the the, the, but they only needed, know, the, the point they're dribbling around point. for twenty seconds. But he did. He drove. He made the right basketball play. You can't convince me. I know you're you're trying to play devil's advocate here, and you but it's just not smart basketball. So, just dribble around, do nothing, and then jack up a three, you know, because you feel like it. And that's the game. I don't know. I asked, so I asked Sal, I said, when did this become a thing? Because, you know, my college career ended in the late 90s. It was not a thing back then. Just, you know, dribble around and jack it up. So, I don't know. And And then he said maybe with, maybe with Kobe is where it started. You know, everybody wanted to be Kobe, dribble around and, you know, hit a fadeaway jumper at the buzzer. Maybe he's right. Um, but it does drive me crazy. Especially in the college game. Like the pros, they're all good enough to make that shot. But in the college game, it just drive to the basket. Try try to make something happen. Anyway, I'll let you respond and then we'll get to it. We
1: just need I was gonna say we need the sounder of a grant we need Grandpa Simpson for you right now. We got it. Do I sound like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's gotta drive other people crazy who are you know,
1: basketball fans. That that no that's not fun. That's not good basketball. <laughs> that's not fun. What? I don't why know are you why laughing that, at me? I don't know. I don't know. That just was funny to me. That's not fun. I'm here for fun. Damn kids taking all the fun away from me. <laughs> and every once in a while
0: it goes in and they get on Sports Center, and, you know, play number one on SportsCenter's top ten and that's why everybody does it.
1: Kids are just sucking the joy out of the game. Uh, all right. I can just see you sh- take- screaming at the TV. Drive to the basket. This isn't
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty much me this weekend. I, I left out the fun part, but
1: yeah, it, it drives me insane. I'll tell the coaches, Remind Steve is here for the fun. Please, please. <laughs> Don't take it For the fun. love of the
0: fun. Just Thanks. make the right basketball play. That's all I ask in those situations. Just make the right basketball play. we got to take our final time out. Wrap up the show right after this on ESPN Radio.